Hey, 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 everybody. It must be Sunday because here I am in the studio along with Carly at FM 107.1. So hopefully you can join in. Today is the last Sunday of the month, so that means we got Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet here. So hopefully you'll give her some great, great questions to answer. You know, where else you can get some free advice. Uh, and hopefully uh, get your, your dog or cat, you know, on the right track, you know, because conventional medicine doesn't, nobody has all the answers. So what you got to do sometimes, especially if you've been, you know, having the same problem pop up and up and up, maybe talk to a holistic vet and in your luck, we have her right here in studio. So that's Dr. Jessica Levy from Holistic Vet Care. So write down your questions and hopefully you'll call them in. And then next Sunday at 530, the show begins. The Uber Bowl. Yeah. Boy, all this, you know, it's it's going to be like, get, you know, they prepared for years for this whole thing, yes, right? Yes, they did, yeah. And so the whole thing is, is that all the, everything has to come together and just go, you know, blend and mend and such like this. And, you know, we're not going to hear about many of the snafus that might have no. happened or whatever type thing. But the, but the thing is, is that it's like getting married. You're planning, you're planning, you're planning. And then that, for that day, and then the next day, it's like, you know, work Hangover. Yeah. Whereas, right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, I, I did. Uh, <laughs> did that really happen? Yeah. Did I miss something? Oh, exactly. You know, um, Grant, you know, the yeah. the experience started on Friday. Right. You yeah. Know, but they're, they're saying that it's not supposed to cut. You know, the majority of people will be coming in Wednesday, Thursday. Correct. But I'll tell you, boy, the highway, I came in 35. Right. It was pretty. Every, but now I'm going south. All right. You are. I'm yep. coming yep. in. You're coming city. in. And I was really surprised at all the traffic coming south into the Sabre 36 was, you know, very heavy. Right. So I don't know what the heck. So I want, I'm wondering, I'm though. I'm just staying home. <laughs> yeah, but I'm wondering, though, if it is because of all the, like, stuff that's going on. Like, oh, yeah. you know, the ice castle and all that fun jazz. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, like I said, I just... And then yesterday was Dog Depot. How did that at go? Union Depot. And, you know, Sidewalk Dog puts it on along yeah. with the medical uh, animal emergency, you know, clinic. Right. Um, uh, in North St. Paul? Yeah. Uh, Oakwood. But anyway, yeah. Oakdale. There we go. Oakdale. Yeah. Now, I know Oakwood wasn't right. That's, <laughs> uh, that's another. But anyway, and so, well, uh, this started it was from 10 to 1. Okay. All right. And so I got in downtown St. Paul at 20 after 9. Okay. And it took me another almost 50 minutes to get to Union Depot. Oh, my goodness. Well, what happened is that usually the, the, dog, deep, dog, deep, the, the <laughs> dog depot is the second or the first in uh, uh, February, right. first weekend in February. And so it's the last weekend of the St. Paul Carnival, right? Yes. Well, this weekend, the St. Paul Car- Carnival, this is, you know, they had their, they had the parade, uh-huh. you know, in downtown St. Paul. And then they had a marathon going on. So they had all the streets blocked off. Oh. And so the mid, the mid of St. Paul to the river, you couldn't get down to Union Depot because Union Depot, Depot was right on the river off Carabobo. Right, yeah. Right. And so, I mean, I have, I spent zigzagging through downtown trying to figure out how to get to it. And anyway, then I finally wound up on the far side where it's a free on the east side where 94 is like right alongside by CHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I was behind this car and this car turns into this parking lot and it's like, you know what, just a little 
hole in the wall parking lot. And I'm just kind of like, you know, whatever, I'm following this car. And usually most of those parking lots are not conducive to a truck. Yes. You know, they're little puddle jumpers is what they park in there. Yes. So I'm going in there and I'm saying a little prayer saying, please, Lord, can I please have a parking spot in here and will it fit my truck? Right. (laughs) And sure as bananas, I follow the little pedal jumper goes down this and I figured, well, I don't know how I, I, there was an opening, but I don't think I could maneuver out and then in, you know, because there, you know, cars are on both sides. Right, yeah. And to turn the truck, you know You got to have a bigger wide turn radius. Exactly. Okay, well, anyway, so I go to the far row. There's one, two, three, four rows, five rows of cars. Okay. Okay. I go to the far end that's facing uh, CHS field and there's two parking spots open together. Oh, so it allowed me to swing in yeah. and get in there. Right. And I said, I'll worry about getting out when I get back. Right. <laughs> the getting out part, we don't want to, we, we don't have to worry about that right now. And yeah. as luck would have it, I'm coming back and it was about, oh, I don't 20 after one. Okay. Okay. I come around going, oh, please, please let there be a car gone from one side so I can get out of here. Right. There was the car to my left was gone, <gasps> wow. so I could swing pro- out and get out. The parking gods were on oh, your side. You have no idea. Oh my gosh. You have no idea. But That's anyway, fabulous. so by the time I finally got it parked, I literally, I don't run, but I walked very fast. Yes. All right, and got to Union. I got to the FM 107 booth, which is right out, you know, right next to the stage. Yeah. Okay. I was uh, my first Q and A question and answer was at 10:15. Right. I got to the booth at uh, 10 after 11 after 10. Oh my gosh. I had four. <laughs> Oh, you just made it. You just well, see, made I it. I wanted to get there at 9.30, so I go say hi to everybody and yeah. talk a little bit and such. Like, well, that didn't happen. <laughs> well, so, at but least the you thing, tried. But the thing is, is that, okay, uh, there was not that many people, you know, started at 10. Yeah. But I, everybody else was having the same problem that I, you know, the word to park. Yeah. With everything going on downtown little, St. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, it was, uh, it was a packed. It, it was good. I mean, the vendors had got, I mean, the whole thing was be- it was really, really nice. It, yeah. It was very nice. But there was not the people there like there was the last couple years, and I I believe it's probably due to, number one, they couldn't park. They couldn't find they a place. Couldn't they figure couldn't figure out where get, to go. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't get to it. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of no poor, poor planning, but I this Dog Depot is a part of the Winter Carnival. Right. And then with Super Bowl being next weekend, right. that's why they moved it to this weekend. So it was, but I, I applaud everybody that <laughs> fought your way through downtown <laughs> trying to park and, and then coming down. So I, I thank you all because it, it was a good time. It is always a good time. But yeah, so it, uh, oh, well. And Sidewalk Dog, you know, bless her soul, Allie, she does one heck of a, a good job. You know, she's a, a main instrument in this sidewalk or in this uh, doggy depot. So, but anyway, so yeah, so a good time is had by all. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all that came down. And so we're going to be talking, taking your questions, and then make sure you remember that Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet, is here so she can, you know, help you out. Okay, now d- most people don't realize this, but dogs. Everybody thinks a dog because they can hear so well and smell so well. They think a dog can see well. Believe it or not, a dog's eyesight is not that well. And also, what people don't realize is that. Okay, a dog has a 250-degree angle of being able to see something. Now, a dog with a flat face only has a 180-degree angle to see things. Okay, so so a lot of times they're just seeing things one at a time. They're not seeing things together. And so what happens is that that's why sometimes when a person walks into a room, dogs go more on the outline of things. They don't see the intricacy of things. And so that's why uh, uh, humans are biocular. And and dogs are monoocular. Is that right? Monoocular. I think that's how you say. It. 
Monocular? Okay, there we go. And anyway, so that's why sometimes if your dog barks at you or whatever type of thing, you know, sometimes they might, but what, it, uh, you know, might be the fact that they didn't, you know, didn't catch your whiff and then because they don't see that well. But it also because they have that monocular vision, that's what lends them to having more of uh, the motion sensitive because, you know, they, they're kind of seeing two pictures at the same time at times. And so what happens is something moves, man, they're right on it because they obviously they got to protect their butt. They don't want to get hurt by something. So anyway, it is what it is. Okay, so uh, if you got a question, give a holler, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. you got a question for me or whether you got a question for Dr. Uh, Jessica Levy. Oh, I forgot to get the question for the, the trivia question. Do you have any trivia questions, Dr. Levy? <laughs> she goes, what? What? I don't even have my... Not not on me. I, no. I don't even want... <laughs> not on you. That's good. That's good. All right. Let's see. Where, da, 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 da. There we go. All right. Are we all set there, Carly? Or whatever? What? Are you all set? Yeah, I okay. was just taking calls. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. Okay, ready? Are you sure. Ready? Okay, here we go. What year was it that Elvis Presley had a hit with Hound Dog? What year was it when Elvis Presley had a Hound Dog? And I know you probably weren't even a glimmer in your dad's eye, right? Probably not. Okay, well, let's I see. Mean, See what you can th- see what uh, if people can sum that up, okay? Okay. So we'll be right back. Hey, hey! Thanks for staying with the Katie K Nine Show. I'm here every Sunday, four to six, answering your K Nine questions. Okay, what year was it? Elvis Presley had his big hit, Hound Dog, which we do play that on our show as we go to break. Okay, do you have any? Do you want to give me give you uh, uh, A, B, or C? Yeah, I was gonna ask multiple choice, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 1955, 56, or 57. Uh. Um, let's go with 1955. Oh, 57. Gosh. Let's say 1956. Yay! Yay! You got it right, Katie. There we go. Process of elimination, Jess. That's what it's called. Yeah, there we go. I was just watching Girls, Girls, Girls last night on on TV. They had Elvis going. And I had not seen that thing in a long time. I didn't even know. I had to call my sister. I said, okay, he's got a boat. It's called the West Wind. Oh, that's Girls, Girls, Girls. I'm like, all righty then. <laughs> Wait, I don't want to play Elvis trivia with her. No, 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 no. You know, that's why I called her because I knew she'd have it. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. Okay, sounds good. We have Mary on the line. And Mary has a question about a cat that does not go poop in the litter box anymore. Oh, all yeah. right. Anymore. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Mary, how you doing? Hey, good, good. How are you? Good, good. How old is your cat? Uh, about 15. Okay. And then what food are you feeding it? Well, we feed it uh, Nutrisource stuff. We feed it Blue Buffalo Wellness. We feed it the grain-free wet food. Wet food? Yeah. All wet, wet no dry, mix. right? No dry? No dry. No, we okay. called it a few years ago because he was having problems vomiting a lot. So okay. we switched to completely wet food. Oh, excellent. I'm proud of you. Okay, what yeah. kind of litter do you have in the box? Uh, it's Tidy Cat. Um, it's got a black lid. Okay, Does it, is it the perfume stuff or non-perfume? Well, I think it does have a smell. Okay, yeah. then we want to change that. Cats hate the smell of that okay. pretty, pretty stuff. You know, it's supposed to be for our nose, and we're not yep. the one going potty in there. Right, <laughs> or our noses right. are right in it. And so a lot of times, sometimes it can be a texture also of the, ty- uh, of the thing, but more so it's, uh, you know, the smell. But, okay, how is this all the time he's not, is it just doo-doo or piddle? 
Well, he's been peeing in the box, but okay. he just won't poop in it. And this started about a month ago, and we had another cat that we just recently had to put down. Oh, bummer. Okay. The vet said that maybe he was smelling different in the litter box, so the other cat kind of got turned away from it. But I don't know. He pees okay in there, but he just won't poop in there anymore. Okay, what is his? Uh, you got to be a good poop watcher. What does his yeah. poop look like? Well, they're all—they're usually dry stools, so okay. I just pick them up and flush them down the toilet. Right, but, but I mean, do um, they look really dry? I mean, like, you know, like they need more moisture? Sometimes they do, yeah, and it's usually only every other day that he goes. Do they go every day? Well, it, it depends. Going. Yeah, yeah. You, you usually... Well, I think you should. I mean, it's just like with people. If you don't poop every day, then you're technically constipated. Pated, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Have yeah. you had any blood work done on this cat recently, like within the past no. year? Not recently, no, but we're thinking that might be the next step. Take him in to see if there's some physical problem while he's not doing it. But uh, well, we've yeah, had litter attractants and well, that I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily, you know, start with that. I would probably mm-hmm. get him to a chiropractor. You know, okay. at, at yeah. 15, he could probably use a chiropractic adjustment. And believe it or not, that helps with uh, the the doing process, realigning the dog or the cat. All right. Same with people, believe it or not, that are, and they go to a chiropractor and it puts them right, and then all their organs function better. All right, mm-hmm. right? Cause, sure. Yeah, because part of what might be happening is you know the 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 nerves that go to your colon that then signal back to your brain and say hello, find a bathroom now. You know, I mean, if if those nerves aren't working at a hundred percent, then the the urge to poo can catch you unawares. Yeah, there you go. There Am you I go. saying that right? Like. You know, basically, if it takes you by surprise and you feel like, oh, my God, I got to go. I guess I'm going to go right now. Now, is he going in the same place with his doo-doos or just here, hither and thither? They're pretty much all in the same general area. We have a two-story house, and they're down in the same area where the litter boxes are, but it's out in the carpeted family room type area, all right. about maybe 20 feet away from the litter box. Okay. Do you have any other cats now, or is he the only one? He's the only one now. All right. Um, yeah. I guess, but I, well, because usually when they go outside the litter box, it usually means diet. There's a problem with the diet or a problem, you know, inside of them because it, like they associate pain when they try to do a doo-doo. You know how it takes a lot more energy to pee than it does doo-doo? Uh-huh. I mean, or the, or the, no, the other, other way, way around. Yeah. 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 It takes yeah. less energy to pee, but to doo-doo, it takes a lot of muscles have to come together and work together. And sometimes they associate that litter box with that pain, so they take oh. it someplace else, okay? So it hmm. could be the smell of the litter box. Uh, how did the cat, when you had to take the other cat in to be, you know, um, go to the Rainbow Bridge, then mm-hmm. how did he act for a while after that? Well, it was just like last week. It was it's been oh. less than a week, and we have noticed mm-hmm. other behavioral changes. You know, he won't. He used to always lay on the couch, uh-huh. the top back of our couch, and he won't go near it anymore. He's He likes to just sleep on our vanities, the top of the vanity. I mean, he's just... I'm open. Yeah, he's moping. Strange. Yeah. yeah, he's moping. Yeah. He's moping. Uh, yeah. But he, this has been going on for a month now where he's been pooping outside the litter box. Yeah, the pooping has been going on for about a month now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the, the but if they look dry... Then that's he's not getting enough moisture in his diet, but he's not getting any dry food whatsoever, right? No, no. We right. Give him yeah, once yeah, but in if, a while, but um, yeah, but if if your kidneys are aging, yeah, then yeah, yep. then the moisture in the diet, even in a diet that has a lot of moisture in it, it might still might not be sufficient if right. your kidneys can't retain it. Yeah. water. Mm-hmm. So it it basically, I think it's you know it's very tough to. To imagine what might be going on with him, and I think you're better off just getting some. Go get some data. 
Okay. Have some blood okay. tests done. See if you can get a urinalysis done. You have to have a blood test and a urinalysis done more or less at the same time because you want to correlate yes. the What's blood values on? in yeah. the kidneys to what you're seeing in the urine. And that will tell you if there's a problem with the kidneys or not. Okay. And then um, now I have a huge question. How do I get a urine sample from my cat? You, right. you saran wrap, wrap your litter box. Ooh, I wouldn't have thought of that. It's the easiest thing in the face of the earth. Yeah, you yeah. just you just you know lay down a whole bunch of saran wrap on top of the litter okay. so that they can still feel it, but right. then they pee on top of the litter and you just you know spoon it up or something. Oh like right. That. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right. you can put it in Ziploc bag, a jar, uh, you know, yeah, margarine container, whatever right. you happen to have laying okay. around. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So urine has to be pretty fresh. So if you collect it at home, then stick it in the fridge. And you want to get it to your vet like the same day. Right. So, you know, you don't saran wrap your litter box on Saturday morning because that <laughs> urine sample is going to be right. shot by Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I, okay. I would do that. And I I, I like a free caught urine sample versus putting a needle okay. yep. into the bladder. Because if you put the needle into the bladder, then if you get blood in the sample, you don't know if it's real or if right. it's just because of the needle. Oh, right. Whereas that, that if you sense. catch a urine sample off the top of a of the litter then you know that everything in there is what's actually in there. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So I would so I would do both of those at the same time. I would still get them to a chiropractor. Yep, do that. And then also I would add a little bit of warm water when you go to feed the, the canned stuff. Add a little bit of warm water. Try to get more moisture into the cat instead of just okay. giving him the, you know, the, just the canned food, which is awesome. But right. the thing is, though, is that he's got, he obviously needs a little bit more, and so that's why I little put a little bit of warm water and mix it, you know, for him. And and uh, you know, even now you got kind of like a real thick gravy, and let him right. eat it from there. Yeah, that's. And then if he tolerates it, maybe a half a teaspoon of canned pumpkin, because that oh, really? will also help mm-hmm. him too. You know, that puts more fiber in there again. It's more moisture, and you know, just kind of. But some cats don't. You know, when you start digging around, then they quit. You know, they you don't want them to quit eating. All you can do is present it and see if he will eat it and you know what i mean if he just kind of looks at it and then walks away but if he, he may come back and try it again but you just kind of right. work with it but that's what i would try doing is adding a little bit more water warm water and then mixing that up and then maybe a, like a half a teaspoon and then eventually if he would take a whole teaspoon just once a day you don't have to do it you know i mean the water i would all the feedings i would make that right. thick gravy but you know so like i say cats take change hard but that's what i would do and then obviously what dr jess said you got to find out what's going on inside yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Do the cheaper, like the friskies and all those canned foods, do they have as much moisture as the better quality foods? Or? Um, yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't stoop so low. I would yeah. continue to right. feed a high quality. Right. But I think if you look on yeah. any canned food, usually the first ingredient is water sufficient yes. for processing. Right. So right. right. Oh, and then okay. also, I don't know if you tried. You know, Nutrisource just came out with seven new canned cat foods that do not have chicken in it. And so you might want oh, to look good. into, yeah, you know, kid, I was so happy when they did that. And so you might want to look into trying some of the Nutrisource products, you know, because a lot of uh, cats, you know, are starting to get chicken aversions because that's everything. Chicken was in everything. I, my cat, Walter, is got, you know, he, if you give him chicken, his eyes go bongers. You know, they swallow <laughs> up and everything. And he just, he's like, looks like a little Chinaman. And so that's oh. why, you know, sometimes you try to pay attention to what you are. You know, you don't want to do fish more than twice a week. You know, because okay. of the heavy metal contents. And, you know, do- the cats love tuna. So do humans. But if we eat it more than twice a week, it's not good for our health because of the heavy right. metal content. All right. So that's what I, I would look. I would look into some of the Nutrisource, you know, brand new. They got seven new kinds. It's, it's awesome. What type of cat litter doesn't have odor in it? Is there some that is 
Yeah, I mean, Tiny Cat has a plain one. Yes, they do. It oh, says okay. it says odorless. Yeah, I use the Tiny oh, okay. Cat twenty four seven. Okay, twenty four seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's relatively. Yeah, it's relatively dust free. You know, I'm. Just, I uh, mine. Okay. I because uh, you know my. I don't have indoor cats. I just use the old. Uh, it looks like Florida Eye cat litter. You know the clay cat litter. And then what yep. I do is I on the bottom I put I sprinkle uh, baking soda. Then I put the litter in there, and then I put baking soda on top, and that takes mm. care of any smells that you know come out of it. So, so yeah. So to just try a non-smelly and see how if that works. And maybe since you're at it, maybe just get a new litter box, and just yeah. maybe there might be some smell, being that the other cat's gone. You know, we just don't know. But I would just get another. You know, just go. You don't have to buy a litter cat litter box. Go to you know the what do you call it the the bin uh, for the the, the tote area in oh, the in the store yeah. and this mm-hmm. get that's what I've always used for uh, for kitty litter boxes. I just get they've got the low ones that slide underneath the beds and they come oh, in yeah. different sizes and I just and get those. Yeah. yeah, and because my Albert was 17 pounds, I mean if he was in a standard size litter box, even the extra large, his body would be in the litter box, but everything would be outside the litter box. <laughs> so I got that real big one that you could put underneath the bed, you know, the bed that and boy, he was a happy camper. He could all of them was in there and everything stayed where it's supposed to be. <laughs> right, well, those totes like are really, idea. yeah, and those totes are really yeah. cheap and expensive combined instead of buying a cat litter box. Okay? Right. Yeah. Okay. So well, we'll keep I'll us posted. Um, yeah, get, keep us posted, okay? All right. Well, thank you so much. You bet your time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we were just talking to uh, the neighbor down the street rescued a cat and he was giving him the, um, I shouldn't say the name, from a big box store, but anyway, and uh, dry food. And this cat is probably about, oh, 18, 19 years old. Mm. And the cat started throwing up all over. And he's like, what the hey? And I says, uh, no dry food. Stop the dry food, get him on grain-free canned foods, and that will throw up a start. And so he went out and got some, and, and uh, this was like two weeks ago. Stopped by, and I says, how's things going? He says, perfect. So if your cat is throwing up, folks, I mean, you know, throwing up their food, 10 to 1, they're not dealing with that dry matter well. Get them on a good grain-free canned food and rotate it. And like I said, Nutrisource and Pure Vita have some awesome, awesome ones. And like I say, now they came out with seven new ones that do not have chicken in them. So that's fantastic. All right, where are we at? I want some trivia. You want some trivia. Yes, All right, please. here we go. Okay, the last top 10 hit for Three Dog Night was, do you remember Three Dog Night? I don't even know what that is. Like Joy to the World. It's a band. Oh. It's a band. Okay. Like Joy to the World. Oh, yeah, okay. I know that song. Okay, yeah, okay, that's Three okay. Dog Night. Okay, okay. Sounds okay good. the last top 10 hit for Three Dog Night was what? We'll be right back. Hey, hey, thanks for staying with it. Us. <laughs> there we go. Uh, okay, were you ready for that? The last top 10 hit for Three Dog Night was... Did you Google that? <laughs> I did not. Oh, do you no. know who Three Dog Night is? No. Oh, okay. Remember you told me Joy to the World. Like, yes. I know that one song. Okay, yeah. I will be honest with you, that is the only song I okay. know. Okay. The Show Must Go On was their last top 10 hit. Oh. The Show Must Go On. Never heard of it. Okay, the yeah. Three Dog I might night. Google that. So. Okay, there you go. Hey, you know what? Um, I don't. I got to get more Computer Suave. Um, on my fa- KDK9 Facebook, there's this little kid. He's got. He's playing t-ball. You know, he's got the. Yeah. You know, the the uh, the pipe. Stand, and got, yeah. yeah, a little stand. Thank you. Yeah. And he's got the ball on it, and it's a little kid. The kid must be maybe four. You know, years old. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Five. But anyway, maybe yeah. But anyway, so you know, hits he hits the ball, and there's this little corgi that goes a hundred miles an hour. Go gets the ball and brings it back. 
Okay, that's on my Katie Canine Facebook page. Okay. Well, anyway, Kenny Rogers' song, The Ball Goes Up. Have you ever heard of that that song? No. Oh, it's just a heart wrencher. It is <laughs> so good. And anyway, so I went on, on trying, I looked up the song, you know, Kenny Rogers, yeah. it, the, ball, the Ball Goes Up. Okay, well, then it brings me to YouTube. It brings me to the song. Right. Yay, I love the song. And I, now I want to I try, I try to share it onto my Facebook page because I've got that image and then mentioned that song, right? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But I'm okay. on YouTube. So I hit share and it puts up another artist singing the song, the ball, you know, the ball goes up. Yeah. So then I go back and I'm saying, okay, what am I missing here? I couldn't save that song to save my butt of, of Kenny Rogers singing the ball goes up. I wonder if it's because you need like you need to pay for it for the rights for well, the Kenny Rogers one. Well, then I went other Rogers places. One. Yeah, I went to other places, and it was like a dollar twenty nine to have the the song. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, but I I did that with a couple other songs with other artists that where I could just grab the song, you know, like <coughs> uh, Greenwood and such like that. Is that right? Yeah, but was that was that like their actual like maybe music video? Because no. of oh, okay. No, it was just a song. Hmm. But anyway, so yeah, so I was just, because uh, it's like, I want that song. I want to put it with that picture. Right, right. <laughs> so I Frustrating. Know. Oh, no, you have no idea how frustrating. Oh, so anyway. Yeah, people. Like my like me, guys. I'm a Katie K9, Katie, K-A-T-I-E, and then K-9 on Facebook. I need lots of likes, and I put up lots of funny things on my yeah. my Facebook. Okay? Okay, let's head to the phones. We got people waiting. Okay, sounds good. We have Stacy on the line, and Stacy has a question about... Excessive paw licking. Hi, Stacy. How you doing? Hello. Good. Thank you. Good. Good. Now, what kind of pupper do you got? Um, it's my dog is Smitty. He's a sixty-pound lab pit mix. Okay. And then what's going on? Um, it started a little bit before Christmas, where he's been licking his one of his back rear paws in excessively. Okay. So and it's, it's it's just a one paw. Okay. Is it is his paw? Does it look red? Um, it has I mean, like reddish. I mean, like reddish brownish, where the the coat is. Unless he's a black dog, but even with yeah. a black dog, you can t- kind of tell if it's a little bit reddish and not actually black. Yeah, um, if you, his paw pads are black, but if you look in between, um, sometimes it's been a little pink. But I don't know if that's just because he's been licking it. Okay. And then, uh, what food are you feeding? Um, we rotate brands, but lately he's been getting um, either Franz or Purvita. Okay. And, and then we soak it. Good, excellent. I'm proud of you. And then you and you uh, rotate the proteins, right? Yeah. The, the meats. All right. Yep. Okay. Uh, have you really had that paw looked at? Because if it's just one paw, there might be something in that particular paw. You know what I mean? Where something, I don't know. If you want to say it like a sliver, or you know, just something mm-hmm. that is irritant of that paw. Because he's not licking any other paw, just that one. Correct. Huh. Has um, anything changed in the household at all? As far as, you know, somebody, let's say a kid went to college and somebody came home, you know, back or in-law moved in or anything like that? No, and we've been trying to keep him inside because of the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did take him to our regular vet who just said keep washing it out, which is hard to get him to stand still long enough to soak it. Okay. What, what were you trying to soak it in? He, he said to soak it in Epsom salts. Okay. And so, how, how old is this dog? He's, he'll be four next month. How long have you had him? Um, since he was a few months old. Okay. Is this the first time he's ever had anything like this? He hurt. I can't remember if it was the same back paw a few months before. Um, I think he may have caught it on our chain link fence. 
Okay. He tore one of the pads, but it was it seemed to have been fine. And then that was maybe this that was this fall. And then again about a month ago, he started licking. Okay. Has he ever had any ear infections? No. Okay. Any uh, skin breakouts, skin rashes? Uh, no, not that we've noticed. Okay. Has he been on antibiotics recently, like in the fall or over the summer? Um, I think they may have put him on one back when he tore, tore the pad. pad. Okay. Okay. Um, I think it was something like that. Like, it's it's really hard to tell what's going on, especially if it's just one foot. Is there any swelling in between the toes? Um, not in between the toes, but the back pad is is swollen on the one corner. And the pad is very, it's um very, very dry and flaky. Uh-huh. And it's, it's just along the corner is where it's normally a black pad. It's very gray and kind of bumpy. Okay. How's the other pads on his feet? Um, the front two, the front two feet are fine. Okay. But both back paws look the same? Um, the one, the right side is a little more tender. The back one, his other back one though, does have a little bit of, of dry okay. on there. Yeah, sometimes you get these weird kinds of conditions, especially with um, these super short-coated breeds, the pit bulls, the boxers, bulldogs, Dobermans. They, they have immune systems that are kind of funky, so these dogs get hives very easily, and apparently for no reason. They have a lot of problems with allergies. And, uh, you know, what you're describing, I mean, it, it could definitely have something to do with his immune system. So okay. uh, I would probably approach this with, you know, I definitely put him on probiotics. Um, I don't usually use Epsom salts for soaking, but I'm a big fan of bentonite clay. Bentonite clay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and where ben- would you get that? At health food store or Amazon. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you get yourself some food grade bentonite clay. Comes as a powder, and then you—it's uh, a tablespoon of the powder to three or four cups of water. You do have to stand his foot in it, but it sounds like you only have to deal with one foot. And basically, you have—you know—somebody put treats in the front end yes. while you. Hold his leg yeah. and keep his foot in the solution. You just got it, yeah. Yep. And, you know, you take charge of your dog. Mm-hmm. And I would do that for, you know, three to five minutes, uh, a couple times a day. And then um, that way, so then when you take his foot out of the solution, you just kind of blot it on a clean towel. And then if he licks it, it's perfectly safe. And then the solution, just make sure that you dump it outside and don't put it down your drain. Oh, okay. Okay. But that that will help. Uh, draw toxins out as well as soothe the localized inflammation, and then you don't put anything on it. Okay, no, yeah, you don't wrap it or anything. Right, and you don't put anything on it because anything you put on it is basically like planting a flag and saying, lick here. Oh, yeah, that's you true. Know, <laughs> right here. Right. So, you know, I would do that, but I would also, I have a tendency to use a lot of probiotics in practice because I think it's, um, it's more effective the more of them that you use, and plus, you know, there's no danger with probiotics. Okay. So I would go to a health food store or your local pet food store. For a probiotic, you need something that has uh, more than one strain of bacteria, and you'll see some that have eight different kinds of bacteria and some that have 24 different kinds of bacteria, whatever, and something okay. that has billions of bacteria per dose. And then what you do is you get two different ones. And you give them both at the same time with his food twice a day. 
There you go. And you load that dog up with probiotics. <laughs> Sometimes you can find, like for dogs, a lot of times you can find probiotics that have an, an enzyme in them. And that's fine, too. Usually I like to use just, you know, straight probiotics. If you want to okay. get something like um, fish oil, cod liver oil, or, uh, um, you know, sardine oil or something like that, that would be a good idea, too. Since you're feeding dry food, so you you must supplement your diet. If you're not feeding fresh food, if you're not feeding raw food, then you must use supplements because a dry food diet is highly processed. Right. And you need to compensate for that. So that bentonite uh, food grade clay. Yeah, food grade it, bentonite clay. Okay, that's yep. three tablespoons to what? One tablespoon of clay for three to four cups of water. Oh, okay. And you can do it for your hands, too. It will give you lovely, soft skin on your hands. What is it? Bentonite clay. Yeah. It's it's one of those, um, it's it's an anti, like it's a, just a clay that draws out toxins. Oh, okay. I mean, so... You, you could eat it as well. Oh, well, okay. Um, sometimes I have people use it orally. And why aren't I dumping it down the sink? It because it is clay. Because it will create a clay <laughs> ball in my sink? Yes, in it my is clay. Okay. <laughs> it's not sympathetic to your drains. There you go. So then, so, you know, in addition for something like this, you could easily add spirulina and bee pollen. Those are easy to find at the health food store. You know, bee pollen is a broad spectrum whole food supplement and spirulina is just a nice immune boosters and for a dog like this you could give him you know you could even give him whatever it says to give for a person because those things are pretty much non-toxic and you want to give a lot of them yeah okay does that help you yes very much thank you okay you bet just kind of keep an eye on that because if he's just on one foot and there's a it's a little bit abnormal you know i mean yeah that you know just keep an eye on it right and we're we're sort of guessing as to what might be going on here so then that means that you have to call back next week and tell katie what's going on there there you go but just (laughs) like i say somebody's got some taste don't feed them and so you can just literally sit there and just hand feed them one kibble at a time as you're soaking the foot all right, oh, yeah. and so oh. then that way, or you you know, like canned chicken do- dogs actually, you know, are like yes, out there, you know, that's like a prime rib to them. Okay, canned chicken. So just find something that totally intrigues them, and you know, do- tag team them, and that's what anybody should do. Like trying to cut toenails or trying to groom a dog is tag team them. Somebody you know treat the front so you can get what else done in the back. All right. Okay. Any thoughts on coconut oil? Uh, coconut oil is awesome. Extra version yeah. coconut oil. Yeah, it's useful. It's uh, I think of it more as for like intestinal healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it okay. do, it does. It's not really a source of essential fatty acids, but it is good for. Well, you could yeah, you can rub it on the pads of the feet if you want to. I know, but that will make him lick them. Well, what what I was just going to mention though, that's very true, is that you know uh, when, pe- when I tell people you know to use it as you know an ointment type thing, I said it's got to take time to soak in. So if you're going to put it on the pad, then you know keep them busy. So that he doesn't have time to go lick that <laughs> and it gets time to absorb in. Okay? okay. But like she said, yeah, you know, if he doesn't get too much absorbed, then he's going to start licking it again. And then he's cracking it again. Right. Yeah. We've had the cone of shame on him for a while. So. Oh, just oh, a bummer. Okay, kiddo. Keep us posted. Okay. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Say on cheers. Mailman Cliff Clavin. All right. Hated two things about his job. What were they? Good old Cliff on Cheers hated two things about his job. What were they? Be back. Who is this? This is Macklemore. Oh, okay. Macklemore featuring Kesha. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a good song. I like it. You know, a little shout out to the first half. There we go. No kidding.
Well, I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of shout-outs here coming the next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, on Cheers, mailman Cliff Claiborne, Clavin, sorry about that, hated two things about his job. What were they? Um, I don't know. The mail and delivering it. (laughs) Okay, you ready? The day the Sears robot catalog comes out. (laughs) The Sears catalog? The Sears, yeah. Oh, The day the Sears robot, Sears Sears catalog comes out. Okay. Okay. And a dog on his route. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's a dog on his route that he hated. Okay, then. Two things that he hated about his job. Well, he needs so, to find something else. But I thought that, but I thought that was so funny. When, I still very, remember when we used to get Monkey Ward's catalog, Sears catalog, when we were oh, a kid. Yeah. We'd go through them and circle all the stuff that you wish list. And oh, good gravy! It was so funny. Oh well. Okay, well, let's head for the hills. Or, I mean, not the hills. The but. hills. It's <laughs> like, where are we going now? Yeah, no, let's go to the place. We got We got calls. We got to get through. Yes, we do. And we're going to be talking to Gary. Gary has a question about a dog that has congestive heart failure. Hi, Gary. How you doing? Hi, Katie. How are you? Good, good. Myself. I'm, well, I'm fine. You're frustrated. Flustered. What kind of pupper do you have? Um, you've actually met his brother. Um, it's a whippet. He's uh, 10 years old. Uh, you met his brother at Rosedale um, uh, for one of their uh, oh, yeah. evening. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. So, Not really a brother, but very, very closely re- related. Okay. And this kind, of, this question actually is, I guess, more directed at Doctor Lee. Right. Um, so he was diagnosed. Okay. Um, How old is he? He uh, he just turned ten. Ten. Uh, in mid December. All right. Um, you know, he got regular vet checks. Um, uh, in May, he was perfectly fine. You know, I always check. You know, their hearts right. and whatnot. And then uh, he started coughing in August, and I thought maybe he picked up a little bug, like kennel cough mm-hmm. or something. Okay. And uh, so, you know, and then I was reading things about, like, tracheal collapse. I thought maybe this could possibly be that. And, uh, it I mean, it didn't get really extreme, um, but I brought him in, and my veterinarian said, uh, you know, oh, my God, he said, you know, this dog has got a significant heart murmur, and uh-huh. like a st- stage five at this point. And he goes, and he was perfect, you know, like four Me, months yeah, earlier. Really. All right. So I said, okay. So they did an echocardiogram, and uh, um, and it was a mobile echocardiogram. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the results were kind of inconclusive, except that there was some, like, regurgitation within the heart. Mm-hmm. And so he's on four different medications now. I've got a, and he's doing quite well on the medications. I've got a friend who lives in Rochester, New York, who has said, you know, doesn't like traditional vets. You've got to see, you know, a holistic vet, and you've got to do this, and you've got to do that. And I said, well, you know, I'll look into it. Um, and I guess my question is, okay, like I said, he's doing quite well on the meds, um, but how else can I support him? You know, as far as um, supplements or, uh, and then the vet did tell me, my traditional vet, he said, you know, I want you to take this dog off of anything grain-free because studies are starting to be shown that this can possibly cause heart issues in dogs. Um, So I did, and he said, carbohydrates are really your best friend at this point, and we're going to 
you know, we'll research low sodium diets, which we're doing. And, um, but I'm just, you know, I mean, the dog is on LASIK, um, mm-hmm. twice a day, uh, a very, very minuscule amount, uh, a pet med twice a day. And then, uh, I, so because the diagnosis was kind of inconclusive, I said, instead of having this dog go through another echo, you know, can't we just send the diagnosis to the university? And he did. And that cardiologist said this dog would, I, it seems like it would benefit from uh, spirolactone. Mm-hmm. So he's on that. <laughs> oh, good gravy. Um, okay, what do you think, Dr. Uh, Jess? Well, and what else? You said there were four um, okay, medications. Okay, so Lasix, Pet Med, uh, the spirolactone, and... Um, I don't. I, I. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm. I was in my car and I heard that you were on and uh, and okay. you know knowing that you're a holistic vet, mm-hmm. I thought okay, I'm going to talk to her and you know because this friend of mine in Rochester, you know she's had whippets with heart problems and you know she's saying oh you've got to give him willow bark and you've got to give him essence of you know black elderberry and you've uh-huh. got to do this and you've got to do that and you know I'm open to all of that. Um, um, so, um, okay. So, you know, it's, it's, so I don't know what uh-huh. the fourth medication is, except that he right, only it's does It's probably those. Enalapril. Enalapril okay. or Benazapril or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it is. It is. Enalapril, I think. Okay. Um, I also belong to a group on Facebook with whippets that have heart problems. And uh-huh. it seems like we're all on the same medications for some reason. And some yeah. dogs respond better than others. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I've been giving them is something called a snap tab. Uh, which uh-huh. is uh, a highly concentrated fish oil, uh-huh. um, um, and he seems to be doing okay. But I mean, you know, okay. and I know, yeah. you know, okay, okay. So, so initially, you said that he was doing pretty well. So, does he yeah. he have more energy? Is he tearing around the yard again, or? Well, no, he kind of self monitors, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. actually, I was on my way back from Katie's favorite store um, mm-hmm. up on. Uh, Lexington to pick up some number two chicken grit <laughs> because uh-huh. um, I, uh, you know, because they were sliding okay. around on my sidewalk in the back, and you know, I don't sure. want to put salt out. So um, excellent, sure. thank you, thank okay. you. Sure, yeah, sure. So um, you know, usually when people have dogs with heart disease, I refer them to the website canineheartheath.com. That website explains to you why you need to be feeding a raw food diet, and it also talks about the importance of kidney and liver detoxification when you have heart disease. Okay. So I would tell you, you know, my patients who come in uh, with heart disease, or if they're my patients and I detect a heart murmur that wasn't there before, um, then, um, uh, well, usually if they're my patients, they're already on raw food. If they come in with a heart problem, I will put them on a raw food diet. Okay. As a formulated raw or, uh, never mind, go ahead. There, there are a lot yeah, of different ways yeah, to feed raw. There's yep. a lot of, I'm doing another raw feeding class on uh, February 24th that will eventually be on my website. Oh, um, cool. So I, I put them on raw food diet and then um, as far as specific supplements to help with the heart, you know, I, I like a lot of the standard process supplements. Um, okay. Those are ones that you have to get, through a healthcare provider, um, I think they do sell them at the health food store in White Bear Lake as well. 
Okay. Um, but you know, even there, uh, like I, with those, I want to be specific because I don't like putting dogs on 15 different things. Right. Right. And if, you know, if the kidneys also need support, if the liver also needs support, that's where I'm going to try to, you know, narrow it down to the one that's going to do the most work for okay. me. I will tell you, I, uh, you know, he has done, since okay. he's been on this medication that, Okay, hold on. Yeah, hold on, because we got to go to break. And so then we're going to talk to you when you get back, okay? When does a dog go moo? When does a dog go moo? 